Myra Movie Club. I am your host, Shannon, and today we have three special guests with us. And uh, we're gonna go around the table, and you can say your name and your favorite vampire. Oh. Uh, my name is Jordan, and my favorite vampire is. I don't have one. I don't know. I don't know why I thought you would say Count Chocula. Count Chocula is a good one. <laughs> I wish that we'll go back. Hey, everybody, my name is Jordan, and my favorite vampire is Count Chocula. Good job. That's a good one. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Katie, and I've been asked this question before, and I panic every time. Oh, I should have uh, told you like, guys. I forget every single vampire I've ever known, <laughs> but my fallback answer is the Blood Countess. Ooh. Like, like, she, uh, like uh, had, what's her name? She killed a whole bunch of young women, and I mean, she did Countess, a whole lot of really terrible Countess things. Countess Barthory? Yes. Yes. She's a, she's a person. She yeah. liked to bathe in blood, because yeah. she thought it would, it would keep her young forever. There's a whole bunch of movies about her. I'm Spoiler really alert, she's dead. It didn't work. Didn't work. That we know of. <laughs> and... I am Camilla, and my favorite vampire just goes back from the very beginning, and the Count from Sesame Street. Yes! He just made me fall in love with vampires! Legit, Count Von Count is super cool. And my favorite thing about Count Von Count is that uh, one of the vampire myths is that they have, like, arithmancy, where they have to count everything. And that's why Count Von Count counts everything. Mm -hmm. And so one of the, like, ways to get away from vampires is if you, like... Rice. Yeah, like, if you throw rice or seeds or if you throw anything on the ground, they'll, like, have to count them. And sometimes they're really fast, and they're just like, I can count these super fast. And sometimes they're slow, and there are some myths where it takes them, like, years to pick up one grain, and then that's how you'd be able to get away. <laughs> Why Count Von Count is called Count. I love him so much. That might be over the children's heads. <laughs> okay, probably, but I'm really into it. <laughs> and my name is Shannon, and my favorite vampire oh, is going to be a toss-up, because I do legit love Count Von Count, um, but I also love Vampire Bill, so we're going to go between those guys. And tonight, we watched the movie Life Force. The 1985 British science fiction horror film directed by Toby Hooper. Uh, who, fun fact, I didn't tell you guys this because I don't know why, but I should have told you this. Toby Hooper directed the 1974 Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh. Yeah. And 1982's Poltergeist. Oh. Oh. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> yes, all the lights. Yeah, there was the... a lot of... Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of stuff toward the end where I'm like, oh, dude, this is totally poltergeisty. Yes. And I should have said something and I didn't because I wanted it to be a surprise. I don't know why. Well, <laughs> I'm not surprised now. Yeah, so yes. apparently it was some sort of deal where he had to make... Um, three. He had to make three? He had to make three movies uh, for... What's the... Canon Films? Canon, thank you, uh, for Canon Films. Yeah, for the production company. And Life Force was one of them. And he, so yeah, he did those two movies and is an otherwise influential figure in the horror genre. They have a bunch of interviews and stuff with him and he's just a relatively cool dude. The movie is based on the 1976 novel by Colin Wilson entitled The Space Vampires, which I don't know why there aren't more space vampires because that's pretty amazing. Right. I love space vampires. Space vampires are pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> it's on my to-read list now. Uh, yeah, now I want to get it. And we were talking about, in addition to um, Life Force, we have other science fiction-based vampire movies like I Am Legend. And now I want to read that short story that we were talking mm -hmm. about. 
And so those are things that I should add, you know, to the ever-growing, like, reading list of things. But this movie received negative reviews! And although it cost, like, $25 million to make, it made about eleven. Oh, goodness. Oh. Uh Yeah. It wasn't that great. So, um, before today, uh, we'll start around again. Have you seen Life Force? I have. I saw it, um, a couple years ago, I think. And this is... It was kind of like you chose to see it, right? I sat down to just watch it because you were collecting vampire movies at the time, and so mm-hmm. we, we collected Life Force. And when I found <laughs> out it was space vampires, I was like, oh, well, that's something I want to watch right, right now. Mm-hmm. So I sat down and watched it, and I remember liking it more the first time. For some reason, watching it this time, <laughs> I was just like, this is really hokey. Because as like, we were watching it, I'm like, this is Jordan's favorite. This it's is not my choice. favorite at this all. Is a choice. I love the top. There's fun <laughs> concepts in it, though. There are. But... Yeah, so I had seen it before. Cool. And Katie? I had not seen it. Have you heard of it? Because I feel like this is one of the weird ones that nobody had heard of. I heard of it last week from Jordan. (laughs) Yeah, Jordan! (laughs) I had heard of it, and I feel like I actually own a copy of it because the cover looked really familiar, but when we were watching it, I don't didn't remember it at all so I doubt I've ever watched it before (laughs) and I had not seen it um because Jordan likes to watch movies without me and he watched it without me so this is one of the ones I never saw so yeah it totally got bad reviews one of the coolest no I guess it's not the coolest that's an awful thing to say but the author was unhappy with the film and he the author is Colin Wilson and he uh, was talking to a fellow British author, John Fowles, and he and John Fowles once said he had a movie called The Magus, and uh, he was just like the book, the movie they made of my book is the worst movie that was ever made. And so Wilson wrote a little postcard to Fowles and said, after seeing his book being turned into a movie, and he's like, I've got one better now, because <laughs> he did not like it at all. Did he help with the screenwriting at all? No, not that I could tell. Mm -hmm. He just, like, sold his book or someone bought his book and then... Bought the rights, yeah. Yeah, bought the rights. And then they had two other screenwriters. And then I think they had two ghostwriters come in and kind of help with stuff. And as I was reading on Wikipedia and IMDb and whatnot, they were saying that, like, 12 minutes were cut and of the final version, which maybe would have made more scenes make sense. Hmm. And then they were running out of time because it took a long time to film. So then um, they didn't get to film certain scenes that maybe would have also pieced <laughs> things together. Where they're like, oh yeah, that, like, we lost the male vampires for yeah, a while. Yeah, I was about uh-huh. to say, like, the two male vampires. Right. Uh-huh. Kind of, and, and then, then there's they... this climactic thing with one of them. Uh-huh. And, yeah. You just, like, find out one's dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. we did this. Like yeah. One, yeah, one's already dead, and we never really meet them. We never uh-huh. really see anything about them. We just kind of follow this one female vampire around. Um, would any of you like to take a stab at the plot? Uh, astronauts, cosmonauts, no astronauts. They're astronauts. Well, what are did they we ever... in uh, Great Britain? Yeah, though? did Great we ever Britain. figure out if Great Britain has a space, a space program? program? I thought we decided they didn't. Or let me, let, I think we decided that. they didn't, but we did. But we do know Mex- now that Mexico Me- does. Yes. as of 2010. Yeah, thank you, South Park. Same, thank you, South Park. Because I'm pretty <laughs> sure that like China, Mexico, Russia, and the United States are the only ones with space programs. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I got that information from South Park. <laughs> and it turns out it's totally that Mexico is 
does have a space program in 2010. Because what else? We were watching something else recently where I'm like, the British people, like, Britain doesn't have a space program. Maybe. Oh, maybe. The page is loading. So it's, what I can see from the little, like, previews that it shows you before stuff loads. Like, they had, like, a, a sort of a program that, like, they made astronauts. And then they sent the astronauts to other places. Oh, so, like, like they trained oh, astronauts and okay, then the astronauts went to, like, yeah. the United States. The first States. official British space program began in 1952. Oh, okay. So, yeah, they did, like, satellites and stuff, but I think they're astronauts they sent to, like, Russia or American shuttles to... Gotcha, go to, to go be... to. Okay, well, so then it's half true. That's fine. I'll give it to them. So, go ahead, Jordan. Sorry. Oh, no. So, they... I don't know how far they're supposed to be out there, but, like, they, they come back in a month. Um, yeah, But they're right. pretty far out in space is what it feels like, and they come across a derelict spaceship. It's uh at the tail of Halley's Comet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which apparently isn't in the book. In the book, they're just in an asteroid belt. Mm. And then they changed it because the director found out that Halley's Comet was passing by the Earth the next uh, year. Uh, and so he's like, so hey, let's do Halley's Comet. That'll be cool. And so they did. Yeah. One of those sweet astrological tie-ins. <laughs> right. <laughs> totally. That they have. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So they find... An abandoned spaceship, right? Well, it's not abandoned. It's full of, like, dead bat creatures that are floating around in space. And then they find three, like, human-looking... Well, they're human. They look human. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they're in some kind of uh, stasis field machine, crystal coffin. Um, And they take them back with them, and then, uh, like, yada, 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 the vampires break out on Earth and start... (laughs) turning other people into mm. vampires. But they're they're not... They're absorbing energy. And when they absorb energy, they uh, convert some, the humans into a, another absorbing energy kind of creature. So mm-hmm. it's this, like, cascading... You know, you get one, and then now you have two, and then you have four, and then you have mm-hmm. eight, etc. And it gets more and more. And they've got, like, a two-hour incubation period. And so the whole plot is there is one of the astronauts that survived from picking them up originally is somehow connected with the lead female vampire alien mm-hmm. and is hunting her, her basically. Like, he's, yeah, he's like following, him. like, mental clues that he's getting from her in some capacity mm-hmm. to try and find her and put a stop to it. Um, and, yeah, that's the movie. Cool. Like, pretty much. Yeah. Sorry, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's not very exciting. <laughs> uh, and they're not vampires in the same regard as... Uh, they're, like, gonna bite your neck and suck your blood, but they do suck on your face, uh, and steal your life force, which is the name of the movie. And they do, they just make out a whole bunch. I don't know if it's, like, the vampire-ness or the, like, 85-ness. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't making out. It It was, was like, like, it differed. uh, Some of them, like, they made out, but then when it was, like, the skeleton dude and the surgeon, he just, like, looked into his eyes and there was, like, lightning and then... Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. Maybe it was just the chick who made out with everyone. You know, they Even could be. at the end, they were weird making out. Like, I, the whole time I'm like... Yeah. What country is she from again? I don't know what country she's from. Her maybe name that's is... where they kiss, like... Maybe that's how they kiss. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was weird An sucking on cheeks type of thing. Yeah, yeah, it was like, ah. Uh, you, yeah. People on a podcast can't understand what I just did, but it was like face <laughs> sucking. Uh, her name is Matilda May. I want to... Say that because there's an H in it, Mathilda May. Because there's an H in it, I want to think she's from France, but I might be making that up. 
You were correct. Oh, dang, I'm right. She's from France, guys. Apparently that's how they kiss in France. Her name <laughs> in the credits is just Space Girl. Yeah, she's just Space Girl. Space Girl. <laughs> but even then, they don't really acknowledge her as anything. They do jump boldly from weird aliens to, oh, they suck your life force, they must be vampires. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they, that this is, they've been to Earth before, and this is, like, where vampires of legend come from, mm-hmm. is that you have, uh, yeah, space vampires. Space so. vampires, and you've got, like, blue sparks and, like, energy beings just, like, swarming around you, and... Um, Basically, they take your soul. That's yeah, what it looks like. mm-hmm. and then some and leave of them, you as an empty husk. An empty husk, <laughs> uh, and then all the souls get sucked up into this like mm, light beam, which totally looks like the one from Independence yeah. Day. Yes, yeah. it does. Because <laughs> the, uh-huh. their spaceship was like planted over London, and then I'm like, oh, mer, mer, mer. Shannon thinks she's funny, but it's gonna be like Independence Day. And then sure as shit, there was totally like a blue beam up on, uh-huh. like, onto London uh-huh. soil, like, sucking up all the souls. I'm like, oh, it is like Independence Day. Good job, Ben. <laughs> so, uh, so they're following Haley's comet. That's where the, um, their spaceship is kind of just like in the tail, kicking it. And then what else have we got? Uh, I guess Vampire. Myth-wise, we have the general, like, stealing of your soul, which is a, not necessarily movie mythology, Mm -hmm. but, like, in folklore mythology, that's one where people are scared that vampires are going to take the souls of the people they attack. Well, it was interesting how the, I didn't, couldn't really tell if the two male vampires could do this, but the girl Mm -hmm. could, like, jump between bodies. And, like, inhabit these people, but then also have her own body Mm -hmm. sometimes. Yeah. Possession, almost. Yeah. Yeah. No, I forgot. Uh, I have, like, these really scattered notes, which I should look up better. But there is one vampire folklore where, like, the body stays in one place and then goes and possesses other things. So that's, like, a piece of folklore that exists, and Mm. they moderately made it up. Which, if that's... If, like, that's what they were going for, it makes sense then where, like, the world's most awkward sex scene in that weird church thing. Yeah, I'm really glad that I went and got a sweater. (laughs) (laughs) When it came around at the end, they were in the church thing, so it's like, maybe that was why that was what he dreamt. Oh, Because that's where her body actually was. Ooh. That probably makes sense. Yeah. Because they did say her body was there from the minute she Uh left, Mm -hmm. basically. And I think they have general hypnosis kind of skills because it looks like even in the surgery room when there was the weird zombie corpse guy and he Mm -hmm. just like stares Mm -hmm. intently at the surgeon guy and then uh surgeon guy is just like yes i should go closer to this zombie guy that i totally thought was dead and i was about to cut open um so i think they have general hypnosis things there was a lot of like incoherent yelling there was a lot of yelling then we had patrick stewart yes he yelled a whole lot (laughs) a whole lot um I think we were all kind of waiting for Patrick Stewart to show up, and then the second you uh-huh. heard his voice, you didn't see his face, and then we were all just like, yep, there he is. We found him. Now <laughs> Patrick Stewart. I was hoping that he would look different. <laughs> this movie's not that old. No. And you were saying that Star Trek starts in, like... 87. In 87. And this was in 85, so it's He not probably like... had, like, four more hairs at this point. He did. He had a couple more. <laughs> but he wouldn't just, like, look... He wouldn't be 20 years younger or something. It was, like, two years. Right. <laughs> Well, um, then as far as folklore, they had those weird bat creatures they that they those... turned into, So, which was like their main creature, yeah, their so main body. They had those weird bat bodies that they found, and then they 
um, when they went further into the spaceship, they found the three human bodies that eventually the, the chick vampire said, oh yeah, we just like went into your brain and picked a form, and this is the form that was in your head, so this is the form I took, um, to make them humanoid, and then when one of the dudes gets staked, um, he turns back into that bat thing. But he mm-hmm. was the only one that did. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't. As far uh-huh. as we know. And we, like, don't... we don't know what the other guy did, because we didn't show that part. Mm-hmm. But he's when they were showing him dead, he was still in his humanoid form. Oh, okay. And then the chick and Carl's... Carlson? Carlson. I think it's Carlson. Um, they just, like, ascended into the sky. Right. Yeah. Uh, so that's a fun consistency thing. Um... <laughs> Where we had these three vampires, yeah, one of them, we don't know what happened to him, but he stayed in humanoid form. One of them turned to back to bat guy, and Chick didn't do anything. But, um, what was it? All of the, the zombie people, like the, or, uh, yeah, I guess zombie people, vampire offspring, whatever. The mm-hmm. ones that they sucked the life from, if they don't feed, then they turn into these, yeah, gross zombie things. And then they explode into dust and ash and general like the zombie oh, things back were, up. were almost like halfway between like because like if they fed fully they like the other person was like a total skeleton it was almost like halfway mm. between that yeah they kind of made me think of like the feral ghouls from fallout 4 if you've ever played that they're well but ghouls in general like vampires make ghouls don't they isn't that a that is a thing in some things yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah because they were very ghoulish. Like, mm-hmm. they were, like, not not really, like, they were walking, dead zombies yeah. that were, like, I can't walk very fast or mm-hmm. things like that. They were just kind of these undead, I'm going to grab at you. Kind of looked like Michael Jackson from uh, Thriller. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Mm-hmm. Not just, yeah. yeah. They were just kind of weird. I don't know. And that's in, in Fallout, they're just, like, super irradiated humans. Okay. More or less. So that's, that's Do they kind have, of like, like, burns and stuff on them? Yeah, like, okay. they're, they're kind of, like, mangled and disformed and weird, and they jump out at you and scare you. Oh, cool. Um, but they, they have that same, where, like, that human quality to them still. Okay. Which is, like, are you a human? Are you a zombie? Are you, what are you? Oh. Well, maybe they're that way because they were sucking on each other. Mm. Because mm-hmm. the lady vampire made the comment that they survived because they shared each other's oh, life yeah. force mm-hmm. from each other. And... The three of them yeah. kept sharing, right? Yes. Yeah. So maybe that's... Well, and I wonder if that's the... why the ship was full of dead ones. Oh. Oh. Like, maybe there was a whole bunch of them, and that's just all that was left when they found them? Maybe. Because they were the only three left, is what they said. Well, and the fleet, like, the crystal thing, where they were all sleeping, mm-hmm. had, like, tears, and it was just the top, the top two. Oh. So there was the two... Mm-hmm. Men and then above the, above that was the woman. Yeah, and like all the other ones were empty. So I wonder if like they were Ooh. super important or something. Maybe hmm. I just thought that it was a pretty set design. Good job looking I mean, for maybe it. I really <laughs> didn't know too much. But... No, well, it makes sense though. It does. Especially... Like, why would they? Because all the other ones, there were a ton out there, like mm-hmm. not protected by anything. And obviously, this uh, movie didn't go into what happened to them or their vampire like life. Species, whatever. Unless it's part of the lost scenes. Yeah. The yeah. scenes they cut, the scenes uh-huh. they couldn't film. No so one it was would a read it. Sh- short story or a novel? It's a novel. Um, I Am Legend is a short story. Oh. Yeah. But in like the interesting knowledge or whatever on Wikipedia, it says that uh, Canon didn't like the name Space Vampires. They thought it seemed like 
a low-budget film. (laughs) (laughs) And I think they wanted this to be, like, legit, because they Mm -hmm. put... uh, So, this is a fun fact that I found, that Toby Hooper was explaining how Canon Films gave him $25 million, free reign, and Wilson's book, and and Hooper was just super excited to go back to his roots and make a 70mm Hammer film. Which I thought was fun, because Hammer Films is the British production company that we get, um, like, a whole bunch of horror movies from, like, the 50s through the 70s. Uh, all of the Christopher Lee Draculas, there's a bunch of, like, Frankensteins, there's just a bunch of monster movies mm-hmm. that came um, from Britain in those decades. I also found out that more recently they produced Let Me In, which is the American version of Let the Right One In. Well, I guess it's not American. That's not fair because I just said it was a British company. (laughs) Uh. Um, They paired up. And they produced Woman in Black, which is that one with um, Daniel Radcliffe. Thank you. I'm I'm like, what? He's not Harry Potter. That poor kid. Thank you, Daniel Radcliffe. Um, which we saw, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, uh, I like it. <laughs> I don't do horror movies well, so. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I think I liked it. I thought it was kind of fun. That was I mean, in a horror movie sort of way, mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. No, it was the fact that it was a horror movie is why okay. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. No, I think I had a good time. I also have a really bad memory and have to watch movies a couple of times before I start to remember things It was pretty scary, though. It, the dark castle. Mm-hmm. And yeah. The, I remember there being mud. Yeah. And oh, yeah. not being cool with mud. mud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lots of it. <laughs> so, in addition to it just being a super crappy movie, there they do have, or I guess crappy is relative, mm-hmm. because although it only made $11 million from its $25 million, so I don't think they were too pleased about that, the reviews were super mixed, where one guy said it was shrill and, a his- and hysterical vampire porn. Which is fair. Yeah. Okay. Those yeah, two I weird things. Um, and I can't tell if this is good or bad because I feel like this is the life I want to lead where it says, it plays like a tap dancing zombie. Uh, <laughs> I am A-okay with that. And yes. so like, I'm like, I'm okay with tap dancing yes. zombies. And so I'm like, no, that's a good review. Shannon, so check that. But Leonard Maltin says, it's ridiculous, but so bizarre, it's fascinating. Hmm. And so I'm like, okay, good job, that guy. Like, okay. And it's also said by um, this prominent sci-fi dude, I should have written down his name, I'm sorry, uh, it is said to have been the most intelligent vampire movie ever made, which I think is a bold claim after seeing yeah, it. Yeah, right. Intelligent? Intelligent. It was creative <laughs> and I like, different. I like the, the vampire, like sickness was viewed as a plague mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, and that it was spreading quickly and they were just like how do we stop this because mm-hmm. every vampire movie you see it's usually like they infect Eons. maybe one person and that mm-hmm. person is like well now i'll join your secret vampire cult but we won't actually turn any more other people mm-hmm. and this one was i mean it just no there are yeah. super a lot of there are a lot of elitist vampires where you have the one that gets turned because they're super special or mm-hmm. whatever um and that they don't there's a whole lot of just mass infection. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like quarantine, you know, or... Uh, yeah, blocking off... Blocking like, off Access to London. Yeah. Well, in like two hours, London had entered martial law. Yeah! yeah. That was intense. <laughs> that was fast! Because they do use... Uh, Gotta mobilize. <laughs> because you would get bit, and then you would be this like zombie weird corpse thing. I'm sorry, you would be a hoosk of a person. I would be a hoosk <laughs> of a person. Sorry. <laughs> 
I, I apologize. You'd be a husk of a person and then you would wake up and you would need to feed. And if you didn't feed, then you like explode into dust. And so then you, let's say you do get to feed. Okay, you're cool. You go about your business, but you need to feed like every two hours. And then now the next person needs to feed. And so, you know, how many people were in London in 1985? <laughs> Trying to think of how, like mathematically, how long that would take. Significantly less now. <laughs> how long is the whole movie? Like, does it, is it like a couple days or? Oh, a couple Ooh, hours. Yeah. Can't be a couple hours because. Well, she lands and gets the, and she sucks on the security guard. And then they're about to do the autopsy for the security guard. And that's two hours that's later. That's two hours later. And that's two mm-hmm. hours later. And then the security guy gets the um, surgeon guy. And then he has two hours. And mm-hmm. I think the surgeon eventually dies out. She starts roaming the, like, English countryside and finds a nurse. And then the, and jumps into her body. Doesn't, like... I think... And the, and the two male vampires are out making more vampires that we didn't see. Right. They, they were, like, in... They woke up way later than she did. And that's that scene where, like, super exploded. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. um, they became two of the security guards. And I think kicked it there for a while. Their story kind of was on pause while we... But they to... must have, because where else did the infection go? Because they, they had all of the people that she got. And she was allegedly in the church the whole time. Well, didn't they say something about, like, she had to have bitten or she had to have life-forced someone other than the nurse? Right. And then jumped bodies from the nurse to one of her patients in the insane asylum. Mm -hmm. And then that's when the space guy comes down and is just like, hey, I can see what she's thinking. She found Mm -hmm. this nurse and went to this guy. He's got a birthmark on his face, and that's where we find Patrick Stewart. But it seemed like that was maybe... A trap because he actually thought it was Patrick Stewart. Right. Yeah, that was a little fat guy. Yeah. But then I thought when they find the the first woman's body in the park, Uh and they're talking to those two weird guys, and they're like, "Oh, we thought they were gonna go do you know." Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so we followed them. I thought they said that they it was like night time when they followed them, and it was daylight when they were. They were being interviewed in the daylight. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was like the wee hours of the morning. Maybe. A nurse lady ran into guy on the side of the road. It was daytime. It was daytime. Mm-hmm. But if you do, like, say, say 12 hours, mm-hmm. you know, from morning till till that evening, um, that's, only that's only six, like six cycles. Yeah. And that's not enough to get the amount of people that we saw. No, like Which makes all me of... think that it was longer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, right. at least a couple days. Well, we don't know how long it, like, actually took the escape pod to land. Oh, with the... Because I'm a little oh, confused right. about like, when in that cycle they actually found him. Yeah. yeah. And how he, yeah, this, he just I feel appeared. like 12 minutes, he this missing 12 minutes is going to solve all of like, our problems. You wouldn't believe. Oh, he had a beard? Yeah. Oh, I missed that. He Damn. had a beard for like four seconds and then he shows up in the next scene <laughs> clean shaven. Well, you know, he's a space guy. He wants a <laughs> bath or whatever. But yeah, he took this escape pod and escaped because he ended up setting his... Sh- Spaceship on fire, trying to contain it. But they don't really say... 
Can you set things on fire in space like that? No, I was going to not say, I was not going to get into that either. Okay. Because they also, at the very beginning, were just like, oh, the ship is in a constant state of acceleration so that they've been able to simulate gravity. I'm like, yeah, because you only have so much of a budget and you don't have a zero gravity budget. Um, so I kind of ignored that as well. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, they did, he set fire to the inside of a ship, but then didn't explain how then the zombie, or how they got to Earth then. Well, then later, <laughs> the, the guy in the helicopter, um, yeah. Phoebe's boyfriend, was questioning him. Yeah. Oh my and he was God. like, you have to tell me what really happened. And then he gave a totally different story. Oh, he totally so, did. Who the hell knows what actually so there was, happened? Like, yeah, there was a detective right. running around that looks like this blonde comedian that I could not figure out. And I spent 20 minutes before we started recording trying to figure it out. And now I forgot part of his name. It's something Michael Rappaport. Um, shoot. Davis? David? 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 Michael David? David Michael. Now I have to find it. Oh, Jiminy Christmas. Oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, Michael David! Michael David Rappaport. And it was driving me crazy because I could picture him and I just could remember him as a cop. And I'm like, where do I know you as a cop? This is killing me. And he looks like the detective in this movie. And then finally I had a vision um, that he was Phoebe's boyfriend on like two episodes of Friends. So thank you, dude. And we figured it out. It's not him though. No. <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> FYI. But yeah, detective dude was like, hey, tell me the real story. And then yeah, there was a different story unreliable narrator. Do we know how the vampires got to Earth? If they were set on fire? The coffins were fine. The crystal coffins they were? Yeah. Right. When, they, when, they, when they boarded the spaceship they were like, everything's burned. But hey, we found these crystal coffins. That's right. right. They boarded, the Columbia went up and boarded their yeah. spaceship. That's mm-hmm. when they had a soft dog. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Which for the listeners at home was everybody misunderstanding the word soft dock. To soft dog. I don't understand what you're talking about. They're totally talking about puppies in space, <laughs> which is also a movie that I would watch. So, ultimately, this is the, I guess I should... You just gave out my last name. Just... Now people are going to find me on the internet. Oh, Shit. no. Okay. What do you want, my social security now? <laughs> and your credit card, please. I'd like your credit card please. number and the number on the back, please. Okay. Um, dude to my right... Um, <laughs> shut up, I don't really live for my right, it's very hard when you have to mirror people. You were the one who recommended this movie, would you continue to recommend it? Yeah, um, it's, I, I just, it's really different, and I think, I think we're gonna watch a lot of vampire movies, and they're gonna be the exact same movie over and over and over. That's totally like, fair. I don't know how many times I'm gonna want to watch the story of Dracula again and again and again. We have a lot of them on the list. Um, <laughs> and so I liked this one because it was different, and it was mm-hmm. a different take on it. And um, it's very hokey in parts, but um, it's also a you're like when I first watched it, I didn't know how it was gonna end. Like you, mm-hmm. you don't see the ending coming, or at least I didn't. Yeah, like they're, no. they're you know you root for the good guys, but towards the end, like it's it's chaos out there mm-hmm. in London. So I don't know. I liked it. Very good. And it's Katie. I won't say your last name. <laughs> I thought it was a lot of fun, and like as hokey as it was, like there was some cool. Like, I don't. I want to say there were animatronics. Yeah. Yeah, like, no, there was some kind of neat animatronic, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and like in the credits when it was like mime artists, and there was like eight million of them. Yeah. Um, like there was some cool things like that, and like Jordan said, it was a it was an interesting new spin on 
you know, kind of the typical vampire mythos. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like, life force, yeah, like, your blood is your life force, too. Like, if you look at it that way, like, it's a cool, like, mm-hmm. transference. Yeah. Or other word that makes sense. <laughs> I thought it was a lot of fun. I liked the subtle change that you didn't have to stab them in the heart. You had to stab them right below the heart and with a lead something. Mm -hmm. Not like wood or silver or anything, but like a lead stake through right below the heart. Because that's Mm -hmm. where your life force goes, apparently. It's right below your heart. Good to know. And apparently the special effects guy, I didn't write it down, but the special effects guy is like a well-respected special effects guy. I should look him up. Well, we're figuring this out. But, yeah, apparently that is, he's, like, an important dude. Well, for the most part, the effects like that were really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a couple times, like, when London was exploding, I was like, oh, look, they they made a diorama and blew it up. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, when they were <laughs> but first. that's what you did back in the <laughs> right. yeah. 80s. Right. Like, that's yes. every movie. But even, like, yeah, mm-hmm. there was stuff in, I think, I keep thinking of Patrick Stewart, spoilers, like, that weird melting blood coming out. Yes. Yeah. Where it didn't look dissimilar from, like, mm-hmm. um, Raiders of the Lost Ark after they see the mm-hmm. Ark and their faces yeah. are melting. Like, it's that same kind of waxy, sculpting kind of mm-hmm. being heated up situation. And, like, with as many of the zombie thingies that they made, like, there was a lot of makeup going on there, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Because there was a lot of extras in this uh-huh. movie. Uh-huh. They were saying... 25 million worth of extras. (laughs) They did have a ton of extras. Although, I don't know if you noticed, they used a lot of the same scene, background scenes. Mm. Um, And I thought that was interesting. It's like, oh, we've seen that shop seven times (laughs) that they're running past, even though it was supposed to be a different area of London. So... Mm -hmm. um, they were like, it'll all look the yeah, same. It's all right? on fire. <laughs> and nobody cares. And Americans don't know what London looks like anyway, so. Or it just could be that that kind of shop is all over the place in London, just like Starbucks is here. So, you know. Jordan, I forgot to look up um, Henry Mancini music for you. I was going to say, it did have a nice score. Mm-hmm. And I was reading on the thing that when they they did, like, the American theatrical version or whatever, they changed some of the music, but they left most of it. Yeah, I saw that. Which, um, I also read something, like, that Henry Mancini was like, yeah, I want to do a ten-minute opening shot with no dialogue and just, uh, orchestration, and then that's not what happened at all. Uh And they were talking all over that, Mm -hmm. and, like, exploring, like, well, we're bad creatures, let's look inside. Oh, that's why I know Henry Mancini so well. He's, um, theme to the Pink Panther, Moon River. There you go. From Breakfast at Tiffany's. So, that's why. It's like, I know he's done a lot of things. Um, and the love theme from Romeo and Juliet. Like the oh. 1960 version? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Is that one the... Nope, I think it's something different. Okay. It's the one that we had to watch... Well, the one that I had to watch in high school because uh, the Leonardo DiCaprio one was about to come out, and so we had to watch both. Um. <laughs> well, because there was... They used this, a song called A Place for Us. And then there's another song that I want to say is like the, it was called The Love Thing. The Love Thing from Romeo and Juliet. Oh, I remember now. That's in, that's like the typical music when you see people running down the beach into each other's arms. Yeah, That's what it is. Yes, it is. Oh, oh, fun. I wanted to use that as a soundbite for a show and I, Uh I swear to God, I searched for the title of that song for seven hours. Oh, (laughs) no. Screenplay. Special effects. Okay. Um, the film was 
Oh, I'm not going to be able to say his name. Why didn't I do this? It was the fourth project to feature special effects produced by Academy Award winner John Dykstra. Uh, or Dykstra? It's D-Y-K-S-T-R-A. Uh, and he won Film Festival Award in Spain for his special effects on Life Force. Huh. So good job, that guy. Yeah, he did a bunch of the body casts and there was a bunch of makeup effects and cool stuff like that. So that yeah, this guy won an award for it. It looked good for 1985 well, stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the bodies were really cool. Yeah. And then how they would disintegrate into dust. Yeah, yeah that dust so explosion. So it really stuff. had that really being sucked, the life being sucked out of you look it to it. It looked way better and more real than like early Buffy when they would mm-hmm. get staked and turn <laughs> yes. to dust and they looked terrible and you're just like, oh, that's 1990s computer <laughs> graphics. <laughs> and this right. is my like, 1985 special effects work. So good job, that guy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, this was a fun movie and. I forgot to ask her. What did I. If she would recommend it? Oh, if I would recommend it? Oh, I thought I did. I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm a jerk. Yeah, but that's okay. We love you anyway. <laughs> you got so sidetracked with your special effects guy. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's okay. Would I recommend it? I would recommend it to people who are um, science fiction junkies or people who are vampire junkies. But if you're just out there looking for a movie to watch, not necessarily... Because I felt it dragged in a few places, and mm-hmm. if I wasn't here specifically for watching a vampire movie, I would have not enjoyed it as much. But I came in the mindset of, I want to watch a vampire movie. So Either that's that my or recommendation. the like, hokey 80s movie mood. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, hokey's 80s. Yes. Yeah, that's... And yeah, even for an 80s movie, it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. no, I... It was fun. I yeah, liked it. Didn't it suck. It, uh... I realized going through this whole project of trying to watch all of these vampire movies that there are going to be a lot of them that are terrible and that I kind of need to shift Mm -hmm. what I think is bad because I know it's going to get worse. Um, (laughs) And so although there are a lot of, like, modern vampire movies that I'm like, ah, that movie sucks, like, in the grand scheme of things, it probably doesn't suck. But no, this one was fun. And thanks, Jordan, for recommending it. You're welcome. Yeah, you win. Woo. Cool. So, that's all we've got for this week's meeting of the Vampire Movie Club. And until next time, don't suck. Ah! <laughs> I think I'm funny. <laughs> and then Jordan knows how to do all this. Or he's just checking Twitter, I can't tell. Did it work? I think so. I hope so. There's an SD card in there, right? <laughs> oh, that good. Whoops. Are you okay? Yep, you've just got shoes and everything everywhere. I don't know what you're talking about. So thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. You can go ahead and find us on all sorts of social media venues like Facebook and Instagram at Vampire Movie Club and on Twitter at Vamp Movie Club. And you can also email us at vampiremovieclub at gmail.com and tell us your fun vampire stories and do you have any movies that we should add to our list, all that kind of fun stuff. You can also rate and review on iTunes apparently is very helpful. That would be super cool. It helps get our podcast out there. Thank you very much for your patience as we are figuring out our audio with these early episodes. I would like to thank the band Caravan of Thieves for the use of their song Funhouse Entrance from the album The Funhouse. So go check that out. Thank you very much everyone and don't suck.
It's a beautiful world if you look at a glance It's a dream if you stare it's a scream If you wait in the line every time By the day that you die You'll have waited your whole